Who am I? <laughs> well, that depends on who you choose to believe. Ask the local rock pounders, and you'll hear me be called quite a few names, none of which I care to repeat. To the parents of Wanderer's Gulch, I'm the monster that they used to scare the children into submission. To others, I'm the consummate scapegoat whenever something goes wrong. Dead teenager? Me. Bad crops? That's me. Even a couple scorned lovers have managed to pin their romantic woes on me. To no small number of caravanners, travelers, pilgrims, I'm the silhouette on the horizon that saved them from destruction or brought thundering revenge on those who abused creation's children. Few know my real story, in part because I've rarely felt the need to indulge, but for you, <laughs> well for you, I'll make an exception. My birth was a cruel joke to two of the only kind-hearted people to ever live in Wanderer's Gulch. What's worse, I was their only child. They deserved better, but had you seen the way they loved me, you'd have never guessed it. They hid me from the rest of the town, not out of shame, but because they knew what kind of people they were. Cruel, heartless, miserable. And you know what they say about misery. There were a lot of rules to keep me secret. Everything from where I could go in the house during witch hours to avoid being spotted through a window, to how they would buy provisions to avoid giving away in the market that there was another mouth to feed. <laughs> On more than one occasion, I know my parents must have gone hungry just so I wouldn't. And with the backbreaking labor they did, it only makes the love all the more apparent. But the most important rule they had was also the most simple. Don't leave the house. For a kid, this was difficult. But I always trusted them and never did leave. I would sit and read what few materials they could afford over and over and over again by the daylight that would sneak through the wooden beams of our roof, waiting for them to come home. They promised that they would save enough money one day to leave this pit hole, and I remember them saying they were close. Then one night, when I was 15, they didn't come home. As unusual as it was, I felt certain they would be back the next night, but they didn't come home then either, nor the night after that, or the night after that. I went through all the stores we had, but that only lasted a few days. Pretty soon, I was trying to hunt the rodents that would scamper through. But then when that proved unsuccessful, I tried to eat the carapaces of the dead insects around the house. Finally, just in an attempt to ease the aching of my stomach, I ate dirt. After ten grueling days, I had accepted that they weren't ever going to return and assumed the worst, and knew that I would die if I didn't leave. So I broke the most important rule. Midday, I mustered the strength to open the door and head down to the main street. The bustling of the inhabitants drew to a quick silence, which I first figured was because they saw me a starving child in need. But I was wrong, and for the first time I experienced the reality of what my parents had feared. What is that thing? One lady sneered. He's a monster, her warty friend replied. Get him! Kill him! Bad human! These were the cries of the crowd. Before I knew it, the whole town was chasing me but I managed to scamper away and hide myself between some rocks in a nearby wilderness. Somehow, on a stomach full of dirt, and two days and nights exposed to the elements, I managed to survive. I could tell I was nearing my end when I heard the horn of some kind, and I feared the villagers had somehow found me, hunting me. But when I turned to look, I realized it was no horn at all, but the bellowing of a Mama Yedim, 
calling helplessly for her cat, sinking into a sand pit. Only reason I recognized it was from the descriptions I'd read about and some of the things my parents gave me. Something came over me, whether compassion or stupidity, or something in between. I garnered all of my strength to go and help at least one child be reunited to his parent. But of course, two, three, four steps in, I began to sink. If I thought I had eaten a lot of dirt before, that didn't compare to what I experienced as my lungs filled with sand and I sank below the surface watching the calf struggle. Darkness. Then, a burst of light. I found myself effortlessly pushed to the surface and swimming through the sand pit to the Yetim calf and pushing it to its mother. Astonished by what had happened, I looked myself over and noticed a vibrant glow around me and a soft voice saying in the back of my mind, protect the herd. That Mama Yetim seemed to know what I did for her and her calf, and she adopted me that day. And that calf became like a brother to me, and I called him Roll. Mama Yetim died several years back, but we still got each other, and together we roamed the lands around Wanderer's Gulch, doing just that, protecting those innocents and outcasts who need it. So who am I? The name is Vutes. But the more important question is, what am I? <laughs> Well, I'm either a great friend or a terrible enemy, but that, that depends on you.